let's plug in because it's time for the Music is Win podcast. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you there. Well, to be fair, I didn't hear you there either. And normally I do. What a strange way to start off this podcast. And really, that's very fitting because I have a couple strange things to say. Cryptic things, if you will. I'm going to be giving something away. Follow me on Instagram if you'd like to have a chance to win whatever that thing is. Because that is the only way you'll be able to win whatever the thing is. The last time I did a giveaway on Instagram, people were outraged and delighted simultaneously. And that's what I love. Outrage and delight, the two strongest emotions. I think this time it will be much more delightful, however, than outrageous. So, with that in mind, if you'd like to win something quite magnificent, check me out on Instagram, at musicaswin. Follow me there. That's all. Details forthcoming. As far as this episode of the Music Is Win podcast, which you can find every Tuesday on YouTube, if you like video format, or, of course, iTunes, if you like the traditional podcast listening form, subscribe there. I have a very special guest. Is there a more original way to say that I have a very special guest? All my guests are special. Come on. Let me try and describe this guest with a little bit more effort, shall we? This guest is a badass. This guest has a smile that lights up the universe. You'll see it if you're watching, or you'll probably hear it too, even if you aren't looking at this person, you can hear her smile. It's actually that bright. Uh, this person is also very wise and has a lot of good, intelligent things to explain. Whether or not she realizes she's teaching you, she is. Uh, and that is one of my favorite characteristics of Jen Margera. We were at this event at TGU, the Gearhead University, and we hit it off. We we're just talking about whatever it is people talk about when they're partying and having a couple adult beverages. And the next day, I had a little time with Jen. We talked about touring with Evanescence. She's the guitar player for Evanescence. They are on tour right now. So you can check out the link below to see if they're in a city near you. Uh, we talked about her own guitar playing style, her solo work with her newest album, in zenity, which is, I suppose, like insanity, but zen? That's just mind-boggling. Here's a little clip of Jen playing in zenity on her Ibanez through an Engel Powerball. sick, don't you think? So this is a conversation with Jen. It's not too long, but hey, if I have a chance to hang out with somebody who I think you guys would be interested in, I take as much time as I can get, whether that's five minutes or five hours. So please enjoy this conversation with Jen. Make sure to check out the links to all her stuff in the show notes. And Jen, I'm still waiting to meet up with you and the rest of the gang in Evanescence while you're on tour 
to do a little behind the scenes. What do you say? What do you say? Would you guys want that? Leave a comment below if you want me to meet up with Jen and Evanescence and uh, make some sort of amazing video with them. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. Maybe we'll cross paths. But if not, I already got to meet Jen, so I am already fulfilled. And hopefully now, you can meet her too. So without further ado, here is Jen Majera. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Jen here in the sauna, and we're at Toman Gearhead University. Have you learned anything yet? I learn a little something every day. And I got to learn about all of you YouTubers. It's really interesting because it's, I see it's like two worlds being combined here at Toman. Yeah, it's colliding. really interesting because we never get in contact with you guys. You know, we always watch your gear videos and we learn something what you tell, and but we never meet you. Yeah. So it's really a cool thing. It's been here. very awesome. So Jen is a solo artist for, I guess, would you call yourself, what would you call yourself, your relationship with Ibanez? Well, it's my family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a family member of Ibanez. So she, she has her own solo material. She plays guitar for Evanescence and you have a lot going on. So what is the thing that is the most exciting for you at this very moment? At this very moment, right now, being here. Yeah. But um, in general, I think playing and being able to play in a band like Evanescence is something outstanding cool. Wow. Because so. we're right now on literally on a world tour with a live orchestra. Whoa, that's we cool. We had our album Synthesis uh, released November last year. And then we toured the States and then we toured Australia mm -hmm. earlier this year, which was pretty awesome because we got to play the Sydney Opera House. Nice. And to be honest, I was like, okay, maybe one day I'll get to be a guest at a show at the Sydney Opera House and sit there and watch somebody perform. But to be on that stage. We were looking stage, at it from the stage. Like, you know, like twice sold out Sydney Opera House. That was goosebumps all over. That was really, really awesome. What is it like? as a live musician playing with an orchestra like that, like rock, heavy rock music. It's, yeah, we do it a little bit different. So the thing is everybody expects Evanescence to be like, okay, rock band plus orchestra, mm -hmm. because that's what everybody else does. Right. But we decided to go different. So we are literally not the rock band. We are merging ourselves as musicians with electronical sounds right. into the orchestra, which defines for me like a new style. Because it's not like everybody else did rock show plus orchestra. So it's not like a Metallica S and M sort of thing. It's like not. do you mess with the arrangements of the songs at all? A and little things bit. Like that? A little bit, not too much. We have two new songs called High Low and Imperfection. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's mainly older songs in a new style. Because Amy when she um, writes songs, she often hears them like more fragile, more more I don't know, it's, it's just a different vibe. It's like the core of the songs. Strip down the heavy rock guitar, strip down the heavy drums and everything that is on top of the core of the song. Yeah. And uh, just, I don't want to call it replace it with string arrangements, but yeah. make it like, give it new life. So these songs that have been like there forever are really new now. And it's, it's playing with an orchestra is something you, you can't explain it. It's such a deep warmth and such a mighty power if you have like, I'm sitting next to the string section. Oh. So to hear strings from whatever, like keyboard or samples, <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, cool. 
But if you if you you can watch them and you feel that vibe of the strings, how warm and how they swell and how they, I love it really. It's something beautiful that we all get to experience. What is your guitar playing? How has that changed for this sort of arranging and the instrumentation? A lot because I hardly play to be honest. Uh Um, We don't have amps. We don't play distorted guitars at all. Our bass player Tim McCord, he's playing the guitar as well because we have synth sounds for bass. Right. We work with a programmer who puts out all those weirdo sounds and electronic. Uh, sound so awesome. It's really interesting because it's something new that has never been there before. Yeah. And um, for my playing, seriously, it's I went from all those to only playing like it's single notes. It's not really demanding, but. I see it like I want to play what the song demands sure. and not go show off. Come on, I can play chords, I can yeah. play faster. <laughs> no, it's what the song demands in that moment. And sometimes I would play nothing. Mm. And what I really focus on on this tour, which is beautiful, is the singing. Mm. Because, I mean, come on, who is lucky enough to be singing with Amy Lee? That's pretty awesome. She's a fabulous, really outstanding vocalist. And I really enjoy singing with her because it's the first time that there's a second female in the band next to her uh-huh. and they never had live background vocals so that is happening now for the first time and it's really nice and I love those moments when when I go come over to her and I'm like hey let's check again how's the, the second vocal line again and then we, she would sit on her grand piano and play and we both just sing that's like one of my favorite moments like yeah that, really, m- that must really improve your just overall musicianship having that sort of training yes. if you will absolutely i learned from her i mean we have a lot of things in common mm-hmm. um but i think she's just a very great musician and i i really enjoy working with her because we have the same how do you call that work temper yeah yeah the same drive <laughs> like grinding yeah yeah and um it's just really not only is she a friend but she's also a lot of fun to work with Right and so I focus on the singing a lot and what I also do because I saw this coming like hey that device is not going to be used that much like usually during the rock tours mm-hmm. I went to to some friends and I was like hey come up with something rad and outstanding that is not too much related to heavy metal and rock but which is cool right. so I learned the theremin oh so I learned like, I, like exactly I had nice. six months to learn how to play the theremin for this. Were you successful? Yes, uh, we're playing it live. I have a theremini, which is not the, the, the wooden block thing, right. but it's like it looks like a white spaceship or something. Jeez. And it has like two antennas. One is on the left, mm-hmm. which with, with what you control the volume, like the closer you get to the antenna, the lower the volume is. And the other antenna goes up here. And the closer you get to that one, the higher the pitches. It's literally the only instrument on the planet that you can play without touching, physically touching. Right. And it's it's a lot of fun. That's really. very fitting for being on a tour with an orchestra. It's like you're conducting yes, in a way. Exactly. That's the cool. funny thing was right in the beginning, um, we had to adjust uh, a volume pedal for the theremin because I was sitting too close to the string section. And whenever the string section would go, like, my theremin would start like, Whoa! <laughs> so that was pretty funny in the beginning. But then we figured it out. Hey, Jen needs a volume pedal for her theremin. And Sound checking a theremin in the Sydney. Yeah, uh, my, my guitar tech became a theremin tech as well. Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds like a interesting. So how would you say there's that side of your, of your work that you do in music, but there's also a solo yes. side. What would you describe that as? Um, 
everything that goes on in my weird, crazy mind that it doesn't fit to Evanescence. So okay. I love progressive music. I like to cut out eighths. I like to go a little bit crazy. So I recorded my latest solo album and released it November last year. It's called Insanity. Okay. And uh, I, I want, I got to give you one copy because I, re you know what? I got to give you one you got copy. One. All right. Because this I is really, why I come to these things. <laughs> the only ones gets for free. Goodies yeah. free. That is my album. You can find it anywhere. Like, there are links in the description of the super video. Cool. Yeah. And I would like you to listen to it and tell me what's the genre of this. Because I have death metal parts there. I have one instrumental song. I have acoustic parts. I have a song called Chuck Norris. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you uh, about that. Guest, uh, guest solos by Matthias Ia Eklund from Free Kitchen Sweden and Alex Golnick and Jeff Waters. And it's just a, it's a fun record, I think. I, I can't yeah. be blubbering too much about it because it's a little... But <laughs> I, want, I want to hear your opinion. So okay, I'll listen to, to it share. then. Thanks. So uh, what do you think about... What's, wh let me frame this. What is guitar tone? Ooh, good question. Because I notice you're, you have your Engel here, you have your Ibanez. What, what do you think? What do you think what about is guitar tone? Guitar tone. It's definitely not only the piece of wood, mm -hmm. and it's not only an amp. Um, I think it's mainly fingers, right hand and left hand. I think that's where the tone come from, comes from. Because a lot of people try to boost their tone with, I don't know, pedals and effects and stuff. And mm -hmm. um, I learned it the hard way. I played in an ACDC tribute band for years, all girls. And my setup was guitar, tuner, tuner, amp. Two tuners. Oh, no, two tuner. Two tuner, okay. two amp. I didn't even have like a, like a delay pedal, you know, like uh -huh. I didn't use any pedals, no effects. It was super dry and right in your face. Wow. And uh, the only thing That's I would do brave. for it. Yes. See? <laughs> yeah. And I learned it that way. So if somebody else plugs into my back in the days rig, they would go like, oh, that's fucking hard to play. Yeah. Because it's brutally honest. You and gotta if work. I suck, you will hear it. Right. And um, that's how I learned to play the guitar. And uh, I had no shiny little delays or sweet little. Is something going on with the light? Is it just me? Is it my eyes or do you see that too? Yeah, I think it's flickering right. a little bit. Okay. But it's, like, it's okay. At the end of this video, we'll have a disco light. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really think like a good guitar no, a tone is coming out of your fingers mm -hmm. when you like control. For example, I tell you a secret. Okay. It's going to. It will no longer look, be a secret after me, you yeah, say it. Yeah, and make me look like a moron. But I think my vibrato sucks. Like, you have, I know how to do it. Like, the, the movement of the hand is like from the ankle, you know, uh -huh. like that. Yeah. But I think. I think I suck at it. I don't like it. And when I play, I often catch myself that I would go with that, who's that? Like that, like that, that one? Angus Young yeah. or like Marty Friedman? Yeah. Like crazy. And I don't know why I do that. Like I know how to make it nice. Nice. But I would always go like, hey. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that, that's something. Too I, much coffee vibrato. <laughs> that's something I really want to work on. Oh. And uh, I also want to, because, you know, I'm, I'm a person I want to improve. And yeah. learn. I think there's never ever a point in life where you can go like, hey, now I know everything. I'm the best guitar player on the planet. I don't I'm think not, so. I'm so not a shredder. Everybody calls me shredder. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, 
I'm not. I'm just, I play what I play and I don't even play super fast. And I had a very interesting discussion with Guthrie the other day about this. Guthrie Govan. The only Guthrie Govan. Yep. Is there any other guitar player called Guthrie? Not that I know of. No, right? <laughs> he owns so, that name. <laughs> he owns it. <laughs> so we were talking about why is it that, for example, like, um, look, there's Martin. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Um, for example, if you have uh, two guitar players, guitar player A goes shred like crazy, like and the second guitar player goes playing like a short lick with a very tasteful tone. Mm -hmm. Why is it that the world would always judge the fast one as the better one? We don't know. It's weird, right? I think it's just because it seems grandiose and people feel that the work you put in to achieving something like that is something they couldn't fathom, but they think that that same amount of work doesn't go into the slow. That could be. Guthrie said um, it's mainly, if you look at the world, how it's, how it's functioning and how it's running, like you have two race cars, the car that drives the fastest wins. You have two soccer teams, the one who gets more goals wins. And it's calculatable. Mm -hmm. like, you have to have feel for understanding feelings and music to judge somebody by its guitar tone. But to count notes, my mom can do that. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's the reason why. But I'll, anyway, I'll never be a, one of those super sweep shredders. I, I can't do that. Yeah, and you know, you can always tell when people are playing slow. You can gauge their skill, I think, a lot more than when they're playing fast. Because sure. people who play really fast all the time, that's really great but really what I I don't judge anyone but what I measure on a guitar player is how their feel is in their time yes. and that's really the only thing that I always am working on is time yes and I think that especially as a live musician you must have to be always right in the pocket so yeah I really want to improve something um because we have a lot of day, days off on, on, the, on the upcoming summer tour because we're going to be out on the road in the States again mm -hmm. from beginning of July till beginning mid-September. Yeah. And um, I really want to learn to write on the road and focus on, even if this sounds stupid, but guitar players are show-off people. So we always tend to play too much. Mm. And I really... I recently learned it because I was just jamming along and recording at home and then I listened to it and it's like Jen you actually don't let the melody breathe I just overdo it even if I have like a long note I would just use the sustain and hop into the next phrase and yeah I'm like okay wait a minute actually learn how to not play to just make the melodies that you play more intense it's a skill in its own I think yeah and I really want to that's something like my next project learn how to not play. That's a good, that's a, I think we should all work on that. <laughs> so what is the, uh, you, you hinted at something that's happening in 2019. Can you expand on that yes. a little bit? What, whatever you can say. Absolutely. Splendid. Um, I'm planning on a new project because um, I hope there will be a little bit of time for that. And yeah. I want to make it a guitar duo. Two guitar players. Mm -hmm. So far it's a secret who's the second guitar player. Mm. And it will Stay be a secret tuned. for a little. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just the idea because um, name a guitar duo, male and female, both shredders and singers. Go. I I failed. <laughs> See, Jen and Jen and 
So you, you say it's a male then? It has to be a... Yes. Okay. It's a male we guitar know that player. Much. We we're, know that. We're going to put the pieces together. Yeah. Both Ibanez players. Okay. And we'll be calling it the whole thing Something on Eleven. That's a good name. And Tyler is going to explain now why. Well, there's a volume knob. And it can go to Eleven with proper training. <laughs> and apparently you've achieved this height of guitar mastery. Well, it's, it's just, you know, everybody knows Spinal Tap. And yes. um, we wanted to create the name and go like, On Eleven is awesome. But On Eleven by itself, Not what's cool. that? Like, On Eleven. That's too soft, that's too short, too short, not cool. So we were like, rock on 11, guitars on 11, drive on 11, chicken on 11, bubblegum on 11, whatever, but it, it didn't quite work. So we sat together and I was like, ah, I don't know, something on 11, something. And I was like, wait a minute. Light bulb. Ba-boom. <laughs> something on 11. So that is 2019. I love when ideas happen like that. And uh, we're both pretty busy with touring, as I'll be touring the States for two and a half months, and we have 10 days in between before he will be out with his main act okay. for until Christmas. So we have to use those 10 days for recording. But it's going to be fun. Felix Lehmann is going to play the drums. He also played drums on my Insanity solo record. Okay. And we're recording at the Gernhardt Studios near Cologne here in Germany. And uh, that's it. Look forward to that in 2019 fall, fall around that time. Spring. Spring. Come oh, on. spring. You learned about my work temper and my speed and my fast that's right. drive, you know. <laughs> so I have a couple rapid fire questions okay. to finish out. Fire away. Uh, if there was a billboard that every guitar player drove past every day, Mm-hmm. What would you like to put on that billboard? Relax. That's good. <laughs> Relax. I like that. Uh, Can I ask a question too? Oh, sure. Would you rather live without elbows or without knees? Uh, it would have to be without knees. Why that? Because then I wouldn't be able to play guitar. There we go. Okay. And I'm sitting Your down turn. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you were sitting like this the whole time. <laughs> like out. That would be all right. Uh, okay, one more. Uh-huh. How do I play guitar? Just a person. person wants to learn to play guitar. How do I play guitar in three words or less? Oh, shit. Oh, that is heavy. Uh, can I just describe it with, like... Mm, three words or less. Be patient. Nice. Jen, it was an honor to hang with you. It was beautiful. Thanks for the chat. Thanks a lot. Well, that's it, guys. Another podcast in the books. Jen, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thanks for the friendship and the laughs. We will certainly cross paths again, I am sure. And I just want you guys to know her album, In Zenity, is linked down in the show notes. Check that out. Also, Check out Evanescence on tour right now if you want to see Jen in person. And as she mentioned, they're on tour with like an orchestra instrumentation. So that's really a cool thing. I I would really love to see that. And also, don't forget, go follow me on Instagram at musicaswin if you want to find out some details about a future giveaway. And if you're listening at this point in the podcast, then you're already a listener of the podcast because that will be 
part of the giveaway. So I'll just leave it at that. Remember, cryptic weird, ambiguous. That's what I do. So thanks a lot for listening to another episode of the Music is Wind podcast. I will be back next Tuesday with another episode. But until then, keep shredding.